Hi there, I'm James Dapache, and this is Coffee and a Case Note. Team, today we're going to talk about a plaintiff, someone who kicks off legal proceedings, uh, kicking off legal proceedings against a defendant, someone who has to defend legal proceedings. And what the plaintiff is after today is £500,000 plus some interest. Okay. So, (laughs) the plaintiff kicks off the claim for £500,000 plus interest. And what the defendant says is the defendant raises the defence or the response uh, that we lawyers refer to as accord and satisfaction. Or in essence, you've already been paid for that, so don't worry about it. Slightly confusing on its face, so let's work through the facts. Right. Our plaintiff, the person chasing the money, and uh, the plaintiff's spouse, uh, and our defendant, the person resisting paying the money, actually have about a decade-long business relationship between themselves, where the plaintiff and the plaintiff's spouse make various loans, various payments, over to the defendant in relation to the development of some technology. Essentially, they're in business together, and the plaintiff and the plaintiff's spouse do a lot of the funding for the business, and the defendant uh, contributes what we might think of as the sweat equity, speaking loosely, doing the hard work, developing the technology, uh, investing the money, uh, and making sure it is going in the business purpose direction. Now, uh, as time passes, uh, the uh, the plaintiff's spouse and the defendant and other entities uh, associated with them uh, enter into what's called a termination agreement. And uh, the uh, name of the agreement describes what it does. It is designed to bring to an end uh, the business relationship between all of the parties. Now, uh, it has a lot of operative clauses, a lot of little fiddly legalistic bits. But today, what we're going to speak about is we're going to speak about a clause that we might think of as a release. Now, uh, what the plaintiff is to receive in accordance with the termination agreement is certain assets. So uh, the plaintiff will receive some shares and uh, perhaps some money and some other assets. And the clause we're looking at today is what she gives in exchange for receiving those assets, the consideration that she provides. And there is a clause in the agreement that says uh, two very important operative and distinct things for us today. It says, firstly, that Um, These are given uh, in full and final satisfaction of any claims relating to the joint venture. All right, so the plaintiff is saying, yep, I'll take these assets and all the joint venture stuff, I'm giving up my claim in relation to those. Now, there's a second part of that clause, and it says, and any payment obligations relating to any other relevant entities as between the parties. So, just to be clear, the plaintiff receives some assets, she releases, or the plaintiff, they release um, uh, these other parties in relation to the joint venture, and all payment obligations um, are also released. One release, two release. So we're going to have to dive into this £500,000 loan a little bit deeper. Now, the £500,000 loan that is the subject of today's discussion, dispute, is alongside about another $15 million Australian that came from the plaintiff and the plaintiff's spouse heading over to the defendant's direction over the life of the relationship. And in short, 
what the plaintiff says is, hey, the termination agreement was all about the joint venture. The termination agreement is joint venture only. This 500,000 pounds was a personal loan. And it actually becomes accepted by the parties that it was indeed a personal loan. It was a loan granted, granted by the plaintiff uh, in relation to the defendant's personal circumstances. The uh, defendant was facing some tough times and didn't want to have to go and sell their house. And the plaintiff at the time was happy to make a loan to assist the defendant in straightened financial times. And so all parties say, yeah, it's personal, that's fine. And what the plaintiff says, just to reiterate, is uh, court, you can see from all these emails, everything exchanged between the parties as we're drawing up the termination agreement, that all the parties have their minds on the joint venture. The agreement's all about the joint venture, and so all the releases I give in the termination agreement, they all relate to joint venture stuff, right? They don't relate to a personal loan I've given to the defendant, just joint venture stuff. Now, what the court says in relation to that is that uh, look, records of negotiations are useful, but they are records of negotiation only. And in order to determine the operation of the agreement, we will turn to the agreement itself. Now, as you might recall, our important part of the agreement had these two separate clauses. And do you remember the first one related to full and final satisfaction of obligations relating to the joint venture, joint venture stuff. And troublingly for the plaintiff, the second limb of that clause related to uh, all other payment obligations between uh, the parties to the joint venture and other related entities. And what the court found is that notwithstanding the loan for the £500,000 was indeed personal in nature, it was indeed caught up in the release that the plaintiff had provided in the second limb of that release which meant that the defendant didn't have to make any additional payment because the plaintiff had already got what they had bargained for. I hope that discussion assisted you, and I look forward to speaking again soon over another coffee and in relation to another case note. Cheers.